1: Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Great cash, homie.
0: Great cash, homie. You like that on it! Yeah, there he is, the star of Netflix and the NFL's new docu-series this offseason, the Summer Quarterback, starring Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. We actually talked about that on Mackie and Judd today. If you want our thoughts about what we'd like to see from Kirk, what we're curious about, but uh, Kirk, all access, baby. All you can eat. Yep. Yep. Kirk on the plane, hopefully. Kirk with the chains. We might get like Netflix, Kirk with the chains access, right? He's mic'd up everywhere, apparently. Kirk so. with a
2: steak that has like no texture to it whatsoever.
0: It's a medium well steak that might not actually be Still a steak.
2: one of the and I'm not being, I'm not trying to be a smartass here. Still one of the oddest pieces of meat I've ever seen. Yeah, it was like so it was uh, some sort of alien
0: win. meat on his grill. No yes. one really knew what was happening there. Uh, this, by the way, is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl at some point before we die. The show is presented in part by our friends at TCL, now an official partner of the NFL. Redefine creativity with the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed, an AI-powered 50 megapixel triple camera Football. system. Ultra realistic and true to life visuals powered by next vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. And uh, a reminder for you guys out there, we uh, Judd and I are going to be at the choice bank, Minnesota golf show. So every year, even going back to like our 1500 ESPN radio days, we've done some radio shows. We've done some podcasts out at the choice bank, Minnesota golf show Uh, score North helps organize the golf show on an annual basis. So Friday, February 24th, so tomorrow as we record this here on a Thursday, and Saturday inside Minneapolis Convention Center Hall B at 2 o'clock Friday, 2 o'clock Saturday. We're going to be doing a little Purple Daily Town Hall Q&A, taking questions, your Viking speculation questions, whatever you want, drinking some adult beverages. Tickets are just $12 to get into the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. And you get like 14 free rounds of golf and all sorts of amazing perks. You can check out Minnesota golf com. We'd love to see many of you there. Come hang out with us, whether you're a golf fan or not, we're going to be there Uh, and let us know if you're coming to hit us up on Twitter and just, or, or hit us up in the uh, score North app, the feedback tab, let us know if you're going to be there so we can, uh, so we can prepare ourselves for some speculation. Um, This is going to be a really fun episode here today, gentlemen. AJ in for Declan, who is, uh, he made it out of the snowstorm. He's in warmer pastures out in North Carolina. AJ has trudged his way into the studio here. He's been helping us out all week. This is the episode where we put our general manager caps on. We are going to kick everyone out of the Vikings front office. We are sitting in their chairs. We are sitting in the draft and scouting war rooms. We are going to go through the entire offseason on today's episode of Purple Daily. Everything from clearing cap space, cuts, trades, restructures, extensions, free agent signings, and a mock draft simulation toward the end of this
2: episode. Our jobs are on the line right now is what you're saying.
0: I mean, we might actually prove that we can run an NFL franchise here in the next 45 oh, minutes whoa. or so. All right, Move over, Quasi. That's what that's what the people are gonna say yeah, here once they get crazy. done
2: listening to this. <laughs> Come on, Rick Spielman. Move over. Wait, you did already.
0: Yeah, he did. He's actually doing a pretty good job with his uh his media career now. <laughs> well, slinging yeah. takes everywhere. Those are easy. Well, yeah, you've proven media you can careers just, are uh, easy. Throw stuff out there and <laughs> exactly. it doesn't matter if you're if you're wrong seventy five percent of the time, as we have shown. <laughs> exactly. So uh, here's kind of the landscape. We're going to start with just a snip-snip a of the current roster because the Vikings are $24 million over the cap. It's the third worst cap situation in the NFL behind New Orleans and Tampa. So they have okay. a lot of work to do just to get under the cap okay. in the next, like, three weeks or so. Um, and then not only that, I think we're going to want to clear enough space because they won 13 games last year. They're not rebuilding. So they'd like to add some pieces to help them I don't know if they're going to win 13 games again, but they want to compete and compete at a high level next season. So there's a whole cleanup with the current guys. Once we do that, we'll get into the free agent signings. We have some ideas on who they could potentially look to target. And then a mock draft simulation. By the end of it, we should have a revamped Vikings roster within the salary cap parameter. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. Okay. So let's just start here. Um, I think there's like 10 to 12 players we need to focus on internally here guys that are under contract but guys that may need their contracts to be snipped cut entirely traded restructured etc etc can i just throw out three easy ones right away if you guys disagree and push back mm-hmm. that's what this war room is about let's get to the easy things first so we can get to the harder things and spend more time on them mm-hmm. i think eric kendricks jordan hicks cj ham are all three just easy cuts
1: mm-hmm. You oh, can yeah.
0: save nine and a half by cutting Eric Kendricks, five million by cutting Jordan Hicks, and three million by cutting a fullback that you barely used last year.
2: Yep. Yes. Not no even pushback.
1: Zero pushback.
0: Zero Don't pushback. do Don't be shy, AJ. If you want to push back on CJ Ham, <laughs> I know he's your
1: guy. He, I, I, I am a huge fan. <laughs> he's of got a family, bus, but <laughs> I think for the sake of the franchise, we can move on.
2: Well, and I would just to be clear, I would love CJ Ham to be w- with this team post playing career. In some type of role. You I would? think it'd be great. But as far as a player, no, this is not difficult. Like these are, these are tough decisions. This cannot be, this cannot be about who we like. This has to be about who we need and who we don't need.
0: Yeah. What so, yes. What role do you want CJ Ham to, to like an assistant coach or oh, no. like you know public what? relations? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm
2: thinking this. Uh, okay. If he wants to coach, that's awesome. But like, I'm th- thinking like a community Liaison or a player like a player relations guy, yeah, he's who, a good guy who helps yeah. young guys like you know because he's a really really smart dude he could come come in and help the draft picks manage their their salary money for the first year like he has there are a ton of things perhaps he could be the radio analyst I don't know but yes I'm cutting wow. in with
0: you. So you've cut Pete Bursich as well here, too? Is oh, that what I'm going <laughs> to...
2: Pete's going to get tired of this <laughs> He's getting some up there in age, time. isn't he? <laughs> now, Ben could take over, I guess, technically. But Ben's pretty big right now. So, I I mean, heck, he's on Channel 5 each weekday on Twin, Twin Cities, Live. Cities Live. You guys, so... he's in our building. So him CJ Ham could be somewhere. good.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you've you've at least created a soft landing spot for CJ Ham. Yep. So that's nice of you. <laughs>
2: Kendricks is gone. Hicks is gone. I'm with you on this.
0: Yeah, those guys are just... They're aging. They're over 30 years old. Okay, so... That's uh, by the way, that'll save you by just cutting those three guys pre June 1st designation. That gets you from the Vikings are 24 million over the cap. Now we're only seven million dollars over the cap. Okay, so we're we're making progress here. Okay, Uh, let's go to a couple harder ones here. Dalvin Cook, so Dalvin has one of the highest cap hits on the team. You could, if you, this is why I keep pushing the trade angle, because I think there's a couple teams out there that are ready to contend or just need that final piece as perceived. Buffalo, Miami, they need running backs. Mm-hmm. If you traded Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. for whatever you could get pre-June 1st, you could save $8 million to the salary cap.
2: Dalvin Cook, in my world, is gone, period. If you can trade him for a draft pick, awesome. Yep. If you can't, Okay. My The two guys that – so, Phil, I'll take your, your list of uh, Kendricks, Hicks, and Ham and, and expand it. Dalvin Cook and Zadarius Smith, when you look at the savings, have no place on my team. So I'm either trading them or releasing them.
0: Okay, and we'll get I, to Zadarius here Yep, because so, I have an idea on him too.
2: So Cook I'm fine with. If you can get a pick for him, if you can get a day three pick, great. If you can't, I'm not going to bring back a guy who plays a position that I can replace at that – Like the savings is too much for me to pass up on.
0: Well, and well, Dalvin's a little tricky because if you cut him, you would actually be eating a lot more dead money than you'd be saving. You'd be eating. So his salary cap number is fourteen million for next year. Mm -hmm. If you cut him, let's say in the next few weeks, you'd you'd still have to eat eight point two million to the cap, and you'd save six. So it'd be you'd have to swallow hard on that. If you traded him, you would save eight and eat only six. Yep. Well, so a day three pick. I know that the PFF simulator, uh, it green lights a third round pick for Dalvin. But in the real world, I think you're probably right. It, it would be more like a day three pick. So what if we said a late fourth rounder from Buffalo? Buffalo has a late okay. fourth rounder. It's it. So be a day three pick. And uh, fourth rounders are day three, right? Day one is first round. Day two is second, second third. and third and then fourth through seventh. So if we, if we could say, hey, Buffalo, you just need one extra piece to get over that hump. Your running game sucks. Dalvin Cook can help you out. <laughs> yep. You give us a late fourth rounder. We, as the
2: Vikings, save $8 million to the cap. Yep. Everyone's happy. Now, if I can interject here, I was doing some research last night and found a small loophole which will take care of Dalvin and perhaps a receiver who we'll get to. Teams are allowed to designate up to two players as post June 1st cuts, even if they are released before June. Yes. Now, so if we do that with Dalvin, it's nine million dollars savings, five point one dead. So I can flip it. So if I can't trade him, yep. I can at least flip that. That's as, about as, what the trade savings would be too. Yeah, and making him a post June 1st. I'm just not the the issue is I'm not going to pay him, and I don't think he'll take a huge pay cut.
0: Yeah, I agree on the on the pay cut. So, let's let's um just for the sake of this cuz I I feel very strongly that some team would give you okay. something of value, like not a second round pick or anything, but Okay. Let's just say a late a late fourth rounder from Buffalo and we'll we'll pencil that in here and you Perfect. save 8 million dollars to the cap. Perfect. So that gets us under the cap. We are now under the salary cap.
2: Congratulations everyone. All right, we've done our work. Nothing else to do here. Yeah, no, that's not true. We're not done yet. We're not done hacking and whacking.
0: Let's go to the receiver that you mentioned, Adam Thielen. There's a few different options here. There are reports, and Adam himself has said this, that the team and uh, I'm assuming his agent, Blake Barretts are working on something. As of right now, Thielen has the second highest cap hit on the team, just under $20 million. And we've all sort of seen him as a shell of himself. If you were to cut him pre-June 1st, I'm going to submit this here into the uh, over-the-cap calculator. You would still be on the hook for $13.5 million. Correct. You'd only save six and a half.
2: Yep. Woof. You
0: would also, well, let me see, I don't know, actually next year, I'd have to see for next year, but it would be a real swallow-hard problem for you. To your point, if you were to do a post-June 1st designated cut, that number flips. You would be on the hook for six and a half, and you would save 13 and a half million to the salary cap. Yes. another option would be if we don't think there's trade value there, you could just negotiate a pay cut. you could say, "Hey, man, listen, um, we all know that your value has declined." Right. What if you just what if you just said straight up, uh, we need to save like six or seven million dollars to the cap on your contract." so let's do it you want to be a viking for life let's just just take less money that would be another option
2: too i'm not, and i'm just to be clear here i'm not going to pay him his cap hit to me can't be more than let's say 6 in 2023 okay so like but but i mean so we are talking about a a colossal uh, um hack to the ego as well for a guy that's been here a long time and at least from the way he talked at the super bowl still thinks that he can be a clear cut number two and a really important player. So I think when I I think my suggestion of hey dude that's great but here's what basically here's a piece of paper with a figure on it and we're not going to talk about it like you're either going to say yes or no um I just got the impression and I might be wrong but from what he said in his various Super Bowl appearances that I don't know that his ego could take that because I'm with you if if he'll come down to where I feel like he could be a three or a four, I'll bring him back. Yeah. But as a two, and like if there's a, if there's pride there and a feeling of, no, I could still beat the guy that I was with Diggs, I just don't have time for that because I don't think it's true.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I'm with you. I mean, he's a number three receiver. You know, I, Doogie and Eric Eager have both brought up Kansas City, that if Kansas City needs a a third receiver— you know with some of their pieces kind of floating around here that yeah could Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes leverage Adam Thielen in the red zone on third down yeah that would be absolutely but he would he would then be going to Kansas City on like a really small contract right, right. so what here's a dumb question for you if you do a post June 1st designation which that seems to be the most prudent thing to do here for the Vikings cap situation just and and you could easily, like, you could do a post-June 1st designation on him, which would free you up with more flexibility later in the summer to address, like, the Daniil Hunter contract, if you had to put money onto the 2023 books to facilitate a Hunter contract or something. If you say goodbye to Thielen post-June 1st designation, but you do it early, like you're saying, you don't get access to those cap savings from March free agency, right? Or could you come to an agreement with a free agent and it's all sort of semantics, does and that then make it sense? spreads
2: out. I, I, you know what? I did the research on this last night, and it is not surprisingly incredibly confusing because what it does is it spreads the hits out. If you do it post June first, mm-hmm. over two years instead of accelerating it onto correct. one. But yeah, I so, think so.
0: A, po- a post June first would also put you on the hook for seven million in cap for correct. You could you could rip the Band-Aid off now. Yes, have nothing on your books. If you if you cut him pre June first, you would have nothing on your books for 2024. But you wouldn't see. But you would have like only six million compared to 13 million in savings for this year. So if you ever were, either willing way, to, it's tough.
2: <laughs> if you ever were willing to accept the fact that you you were just going to cause yourself some immediate pain for the greater good of the future, you would do what you just said, which is you look at Delvin and Thielen and say, you know what. We're gonna take the pain in two thousand twenty three. It will probably hurt us, but it, it will be done then. Yeah. It's not going to kick the can. I mean, that's the that's what we're if, if we're truly stepping into Brzezinski and Kwasi's shoes here, what we're dealing with is when do we want to solve their problems?
0: Yeah. So let's do this. Let's just I, I think let's do a post June first to give right. us some flexibility. So we'll we'll still be on the hook for like seven next year. But if we do a post June first, we save thirteen and a half million dollars for this year's cap. And that would give us the ability to maybe hey Daniil, we've got some wiggle room here now. Um let, we'll get to Daniil in a second here. So we've now we've cut Kendricks, cut Hicks, cut Ham, traded Cook. We've cut Thielen post-June first designation. Now we get to Kirk Cousins. Three options for you guys, okay? We're okay. sitting in here in a, in the Vikings lavish offices talking about the current franchise quarterback. You could trade him. Now he would have to green light any trade because he has a full no-trade clause. San Francisco, we've done episodes on just yeah. the obvious fit there. That team is ready to win just like the Vikings were five years ago. You put a competent quarterback in the mix with a you know, a competent offensive-minded coach, and maybe he's the final piece that he True. wasn't five years ago with the Vikings. If you traded him, you would save $17.5 million on his $36 million cap hit. So you would save a lot of money for this year, but you wouldn't have a quarterback, obviously right you could extend him and the savings are kind of tricky because it depends on just what the extension looks like are there more void years attached to it does he fight to want to make 40 or 45 millions we don't know but you could with an extension you could easily relieve like 15 million dollars in cap space for this year yep we'll say give or take yep. but then you'd be pushing again more cap money into 202425 when he's 36 or 37 years old. You're just doing the same thing you've been doing for three or four years. And next year, you're going to have to make the same decision. So you're kicking the can down the road. Mm-hmm. I present to you a third option that we haven't talked about that I think actually makes the most sense with Kirk cousins. And it would finally put the gears in motion for what's going to happen. Life after cousins, you could convert 20 his So he has a $20 million roster bonus that that's set to kick in sometime in like three weeks. That if he's on the roster, and they do this strategically, right? If he's on the roster, when the league year hits, boom, he gets this bonus and it's stuck on your cap. You could convert his $20 million roster bonus to a signing bonus, which would spread that money out over 2023 and the two void years. We're getting in the weeds here, but the two void years that are also tacked onto his contract. So his cap hit this year would go from $36 million down to $23 million. So you'd save $13 million to this year's cap it would add some dead money to his already void year dead money 2024 25 seasons you'd have to pay him 13 in dead not pay him your books would have 13 million in dead money when he's not here anymore in 24 and in 25 but that would only be like 5% of the projected salary cap so you'd lower your cap hit by 13 million for this year he would no longer be under contract after 2023 so you'd move on to life after Kirk Cousins, and you would pay a 5% uh, void year penalty, basically, in 24 and 25
2: for the way that you maneuvered his contract. Your thoughts. Oh, boy. All right. So then I am kicking. So I'm kicking some more of this down the road, just like I am. with. But there's already some of it kicked down the road already. Yeah. So you're already, you know. And Cook. Um. God, would I love to rip the bandaid off the entire thing, but. They won't do it you could also just do nothing by the way you could yeah. just you could just write out his <laughs> yeah but i'm still trying to get more cap it. right but i'm still trying to yeah but i'm trying to to free up more room mm-hmm. for my immediate gain as well i mean yeah you could now it would be interesting what the cousins camp would say about that because i'm sure they're going to be pursuing an extension which is again doable the question becomes do you just do another one year extension through 2024 and and sort of revisit this entire thing in a year when it might be completely different but yeah i mean i think that there is going to be some way that they are going to bring the cap hit down now i personally think they're going to extend him by a year that's a total guess but your philosophy is a solid one if they have the cojones to go into the last year of kirk's contract and if but then that triggers the whole cycle of like
0: if they decide that that's what's going to happen so mechanically i think they can redo this restructure without even talking to him
2: yeah, that's the question. I or maybe that's I only have. for
0: base. Uh, I'd have to see, but like you could, you could. I think you could do a, a restructure here well, without you even take, like and he probably take him.
2: it. But the reality is, if I was personally in charge, I would do nothing with it. I would just eat this and be done with it. We could, um, but, we,
0: but that's the decision we have to make here, right? right I mean, we right. we we could do that, but we I wouldn't would have pro- any money coming coming our way for free. Agency. Well, I can
2: I can free up a little bit more, but I mean, I. I would rather if I was with me in charge in the room, I would rather take on the last year of this contract and just be done with it.
0: And I agree. So let's do a compromise. Let's let's do the Mackie plan here. Let's have his contract with the Vikings as the starting quarterback come to an end after two thousand twenty three. Okay. okay. But let's also give ourselves some some relief here. Let's get let's get ourselves thirteen million in relief to do the best we can with his mm-hmm. last year. And we'll have to swallow hard a little bit. We've already put some of his money into these years anyways. So let's just do a s let's just do a restructure of that roster bonus. Okay. Does that work for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So we're saving thirteen million dollars more. So that means right now, look at us. We're up to uh let's see here, thirty eight point five million. So we now have uh we're now fourteen million under, not including the thirteen and a half post June first that we that we leveraged on Thielen. We'll come back to that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Harrison Smith, a few options You could restructure, which would be converting Part of his base salary into a signing bonus And you could actually save $9 million to the cap in 2023 But then his cap hits Would be $23 million In each yeah. of 2024 and 25 When he's 35 and 36 Years old Oof You could <sighs> trade or cut him Post June 1st And you'd save $15 million to this year's cap Right and you'd be out from underneath his age 35 and 36 contracts. Pre June 1st cut, you'd only save like $7 million. You could also just keep him. This is, I'm kind of leaning toward, I want him in the Flores defense. I don't think you can
2: just get rid of all of your veteran defenders. I want him so, to restructure. I want him to take, so, so I want him to take a pay cut. Th- Thielen, Ooh, I, I will walk away from you think he would in a it? heartbeat. I want Harrison Smith. I I want to fight this fight. I want him to take a pay cut. No, I want him to bring his contract down. No, then you know what? That's why we get paid the big bucks. That's why this job pays us big. Thielen, I the second he box, he's gone. I kick him out of the building. I take away his key, and that's it for him. Harrison <laughs> Harrison's
0: Smith, a better player than Thielen. Harrison is Smith, right
2: I actually do want. Um, but if
0: but Wait, you if want heard, him, but you're gonna stare him but, down on the train tracks? Yeah, hell
2: yeah. Are you kidding? This
1: is the Sounds new Vikings. like you don't really
2: want him. I want him I want him on my terms. I want Thielen completely on my terms. I want the Thielen to say thank you for keeping me. Harrison okay. Smith won't say that. So how can we get him or can can we get him to take a salary cut? Well, I mean, okay. So
0: it's I think it's really presumptuous for us in this exercise to say, Okay, all right, Harrison. So uh you're he's due fifteen million dollars in base. Mm-hmm. And his cap hit is 19 million. It's really presumptuous, presumptuous of us to say, "All right, we're going to wave a magic wand and bring your base from 14 and a half down to 10 and save $4.5 Do you want to win? Easy, it's easy for us to sit here and do that, but he has full does, say. Does he want to win? Happens.
2: See, he's he's the anti-Kirk. I think Kirk would say, "Oh no way! I I get paid. I would guilt him. I I would say, you you want to at your age actively hurt your team." You want to not win a Super Bowl? Because that's what you're saying, Harrison. I think I could guilt him pretty, pretty good.
0: Okay. So do you think, I, I, I'm trusting you here. Again, I just it's so weird for us to just sit here and say, All right, well we're gonna we're gonna Where's keep Harrison we're gonna keep Harrison Smith and we're gonna save four
2: million
1: dollars in
0: cap.
2: You almost, we're in charge, we gotta butt heads. <laughs> you we gotta need, butt some heads here.
1: You almost need like Sorry. a like a like a coin flip of like whether or not he actually accepts it. You know, it's a 50-50. It's either heads, he's yeah he comes down to your terms or a tails. Do you wanna win he, a Super Bowl here, AJ? I, I do. I'm sticking for the, se- been for in the sake of the two... scenario. Yeah, no, but
2: I'm just saying, Harrison, you've been in purple since what, two thousand twelve now, thirteen. Yeah, like we okay. cultivated you, we drafted you, and now you're telling me you do not want to win. <laughs> so we all agree
0: we want to keep in this room. We want to keep Harrison Smith for yeah, at least like one more to. year. Yeah, I, w- w- I would have have like to be to great him. in this system. We need you. You need some sort of veteran leadership. We've He's said goodbye to Kendricks and Hicks. You know. Okay, I'll trust you, Judd. You seem very confident. You're the you're the guy that we're going to send out to go talk to his agent, and we're going to put you down for. Let's put you down for a, a, a four million dollar savings here. I
1: think that's very fair. Okay, just going to come back with a black eye and a smile on his face. <laughs> You know what? No, no, he's not going to punch me because I'm going to tell him how to get a Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> All
0: right, I'm I'm making it official here, so I'm going to put you down here in my uh, little spreadsheet. So we're we're gonna somehow you're going to negotiate a four million dollar savings there. I think that's very fair. We trust you, okay?
2: Four million dollars for him is is not exactly. It's not like I'm cutting his salary to nothing.
0: No, he'll still be making ten million in base salary exactly. for God's sakes, right? Okay, now we get to the edge rushers, the veteran edge rushers. My, so is Smith and Daniil Hunter? They're both among the highest-paid players on the team in terms of uh, their cap hits. They're both in the top seven for the Vikings. Right. Zadarius is 31 years old, and uh, Daniil is 29 years old. I think you have to keep at least one of these guys to work in Brian Flores' system.
2: Yep, and I think it's very clear.
0: Keep Daniil Hunter?
2: Yeah. Say goodbye to Zadarius Smith. Yeah, which is a 12.2 immediate savings. Via cut or trade. Yes. I yeah. So and and if you want to say that you can get a sixth round pick or something, that's fine. I, I think a guy who's been hurt for two consecutive years and who like in the last ten games of the season had half a sack, I don't care what you do with him. He's yeah. just not coming back. Well Hunter did, is.
0: Out of curiosity, um, I was curious, are there contending teams that run three four defenses that need edge rushers? The Jaguars are one of them. The Jaguars had a hard time getting after quarterbacks. Uh, they do run a three-four defense, and according to the PFF trade simulator, you can get two fourth-round picks, two like later fourth-round picks from the Jaguars for Cedarius Smith.
2: What is wrong with their trade simulator? Well, he's, um,
0: he was even with the injury, he was one of the he had like the fifth most pressures of any no I know edge rusher aged, in the league last year.
2: But he's but he has had two years of injury problems and, and is aging out, and his body is quitting. But anyway, if you can go get the draft picks, do that. I'm just saying I'm not bringing him back. It's too much savings potentially on a guy who I just think is so far past his prime now that you might get six good games, but you're not going to get anything close to 17.
0: Yeah, I hear you. On the trade value so thing, I'm fine with what you do. I think like he showed that he's over the back injury, which was the biggest thing, and the knee injury wasn't like a ligament issue or like a degenerative problem. It was a contusion.
2: Yeah, but it stopped him cold in his tracks. That's what actually concerned me.
0: But, the contu- but but a contusion is something that is not relevant once training camp starts. The the, right. ba- the back would have been the concern, and the back apparently was not a problem for him unless they hid that all season, right? Well,
2: but the problem is they're almost inevitably with a guy like this now at his age will be something else. But anyway, if you can get a fourth-round right. pick for him, pick the fourth-round <laughs> pick. I just don't want him back.
0: We're going to take – dude, the Vikings traded – And I get that Unique Ngakwe was younger; he was like twenty-four years old. But like a second-round pick for Ngakwe, we can get two fourth-round picks for one of the top seven edge rushers statistically in the NFL.
2: Again, you know what? I'll I'll deal with Hitman. You deal with this trade. (laughs) Okay. So
0: now we go from uh, we are we are eighteen million uh, before. Now we're saving twelve. So now we're up to thirty million in savings, plus the thirteen and a half post June first Adam Thielen. Now yeah. we're so we're we're making our yeah. way here, okay? Yeah, we're doing, and we this. will and we'll 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 get to the free agency and the draft here too, okay? It. Daniil Hunter. So it has to be an extension, because yeah. his his base is only like five million dollars. He's going to say the cap and the base are are two different things. The, yeah. the cap is how you've shuffled money around your books. Yeah. The base is what does he make? He only cares about one of those things, the base. He's going to say. Well, I had a nice little bounce back season. I showed I'm healthy. I'm in my prime. I ain't playing for $5 million. Mm-hmm. So if we agree that we want to keep him and everyone says, okay, we're going to keep him, it can't just be playing out another year of his contract. It has to be an extension. Mm-hmm. Now I was looking at some of the other addressers. A lot of the contracts get signed when these guys are like 24, 25, 26, 27. Well, he's 29. He might only have a couple more years of real high level play left or he's going to be 29. So based on the market, here's my proposal. Okay, it would be a three year contract, maybe a four year contract, like a fake four year contract.
2: Yeah, more voyagers.
0: Like three years, twenty to twenty five million dollars a year, which would put him in that sort of top, you know, five or six highest paid edge rushers. Yep. With like two years of guarantees. Yeah. So you'd be guaranteeing like, um, yes. forty million dollars or something. You're in on this?
2: Yes. Oh, I'm fine with this.
0: Okay, yep. so it's like a call it like a three year, seventy five million dollar, two years of large guarantee. It's
2: potentially a five year contract with two fake years. That's fine. Yeah, yep. exactly.
0: That's pretty much what Von Miller's contract was. Yes, Lee signed. It's like a six year deal, but not really. And so, so his cap hit right now is pretty reasonable considering the production. It's like a thirteen million dollar cap hit. This would probably bump his. I, it would be hard to do this without raising his cap hit in my opinion. Yes, Yes, it would be. So you would probably have to go from like 13 to like 19, unless you want to just shove a ton of cap stuff into future years. But this is why, this is the beauty of the, you could tell him, listen, man, we have like 12 players we need to deal with. We will get you an extension, but let us work on Thielen, all these guys. You could, you could do this in the summertime, as long as he's
2: on board and he's not, uh, you know, freaking out. Right? Yes. This won't get done. I don't think this will get done next month. Yep. I think you are right. I think it's a springs a springtime thing, and and ultimately, what I would tell him, of course, hush hush, very privately, not not to go tell Schefter, um, or Rappaport. But I actually would see his cap hit probably replacing Thielen's.
0: Yes, I agree with that. In fact, I have it just estimated with the contract we just talked about that you that his cap hit would bump up six million dollars. Thielen's, depending on how you do it pre or post June 1st, could either save you six, which would be exactly matching, or 13, which would help cover it. Yep. So we're all in agreement. Trade Zedarius for a fourth or two. Extend Anil Hunter for two more guaranteed years to work in Brian Flores' system. Yes. Good? Yes.
2: Oh my god. Football. Mm-hmm. I mean, you jump in whenever whenever you want, but yes. I don't want to chase both of, of them off, and I actually think I think Daniil's play and statistical output in a year in which he, dare I say, was not featured much, if at all, is more impressive.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to have more opportunity to actually get home and, and generate some, some sacks. Okay, a couple of really easy ones here. Brian O'Neill restructure. You can just yes. do this without even talking to him. You just convert his 2023 base to a signing bonus, save $10 million there.
2: Yep, that's going right. to be done probably by – that. that could be done by the end of this week, actually.
0: Yep. So now we're got. So we went from plus. We went from thirty million in cap space down to twenty four because of the Daniil Hunter thing. Yep. Now we're back up to thirty four million in cap space. Yep. Um, TJ Hawkinson extension. And Jefferson. So, but the Jefferson one, that we're, money wouldn't really go on the books until like next year. So
2: we're gonna purposely take a little bit of of a cap hit on that one, so it doesn't all accelerate in two years. But With yeah, see, it it would probably be small. You're, okay. you're correct. It's not going to be huge. But the point is, so like his salary structure won't change for two years. But again, to your point, Phil, the cap and the base salary are not the same thing. And so you probably would take a bit of a haircut on 2023 on purpose. Okay. Just to, just to spread things, to begin spreading things out.
0: So, okay. And so Hawkinson, let's start, you're right, too. Let's start with the Hawkinson one and say, so George Kittle a couple of years ago signed a five-year, $75 million contract with an $18 million signing bonus. Okay. Kittle is better than Hawkinson, but that was also a couple of years ago. So you could still use that as kind of framework for a comp. I so I plugged it into the over the cap, and we could we could do something like that, uh, with like, you know, twenty million dollar signing bonus or something, you know, three years guaranteed. And you could actually save about two and a half million dollars to this year's number. You could take his this year's number from nine down to like six and a half or seven.
2: I think that's accurate. And then yeah.
0: you shove more money to the he's only twenty five years old. So do you can, that.
2: yes. Okay. That's exactly what what they'll do.
0: So that's another two and a half right there. So that brings us up to uh, thirty six point five. Justin Jefferson. I don't know. Do you want to? It's going to be a huge contract, right? But, take but it's some... not going to. Should we just like add a couple million or something? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Stick two more on there. Okay. So we'll come back down to thirty four million in total cap space. They're not conning the Thielen deal. We're still cooking. Yep. We'll fly through. So uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. I th- it sounds like they want to reach an extension with him. Uh, if if they they move the void date back to March fifteenth, if an extension isn't reached, the Vikings would eat seven and a half million in dead cap this year, wouldn't they? Rather just like have that be yes money that's being paid toward playing him because he's very yes. good.
2: So the the projection that I saw on Spotrac for Dalvin Phil, was three years, twenty five and a half million, average eight point five, which I think is actually probably incredibly fair.
0: So, can we just leave that? So, his cap number for this year with the void hold is seven and a half. Could we just leave yeah. it there and say sure. whatever? Just bre- It's just break even, but he's on the team. Whatever. Okay.
2: Dallin, whatever. <laughs> it's like, a, yeah. hey, buddy, he's you want on the lunch? team
0: and the cap hits about seven and a half or eight million dollars. Chipotle or pizza? What do you want? <laughs> so, with that, okay, if we do all of this, yep. we go from being $24 million over the cap to about. $34 million under the cap and 13 and a half coming from from we might even want to move like the Daniil Hunter thing off to the side and the Adam Thielen thing off to the side. So call it between like 35 and 40 million dollars under the cap. It gives us room d- depending to sign three, four, five, may- maybe five starter caliber free agents, mm. not superstars. Mm.
1: How about That's three,
0: good. three to four, maybe five. Is that sound about right? I'd say probably three. Three? Yeah. We'll go through this here in a second. Yep. We pick up three additional fourth-round picks with our Dalvin and Zadarius trades. So now we have a first, a third, four fourths, mm-hmm. and projected to have a fifth and a comp fifth once the fifth. comp picks come out. Yeah. Um, with that, we would be keeping Dalvin Tomlinson, Daniil Hunter, Harrison Smith as veterans on defense with just different contracts we would say goodbye to zadarius, eric kendricks, jordan hicks, dalvin cook, cj ham. So the open starting positions for us would be RB1 because we say goodbye to dalvin cook. Yep. WR2, wide receiver 2 because we say goodbye to adam thielen. I uh, sorry I forgot to say uh, adam adam thielen we say goodbye to. Um we need an edge. We need a center and we'll get to some of these internals here. Yep. Two linebackers and three cornerbacks. <laughs> so, yep. Yep. Okay. And we have we have free agency, draft and internal backups that we could elevate to fill these places. Correct. Let
2: me pause there. How do we feel about what we just did? Oh, I feel
1: fantastic.
2: Are you kidding? I'm I'm across the street at the Vikings Lake bar right now, <laughs> celebrating <laughs> intensely cuz I just read I just wreaked havoc through a roster that had grown old and that and that a year ago the Wilfs had said, "I love these guys. We can't yeah. we can't get rid of Eric Kendrick's, CJ Ham has to stay. And now I have just basically gutted a large portion of a lot of cash that was spent in my opinion not wisely probably.
0: Do you so by the I way I feel pro- really good. Programming note,
2: what are you recording with Chip today? Yeah, around noon, but I can back him up.
0: Can you back him up a little bit? I feel like we can, we have two options here. We could either stop now and do a part 2 at some point. I think oh. we should just keep going and well, you, you should tell pump me. Chip. I think we should tell Chip we need another 15 minutes if that's cool with him.
2: Oh, that's absolutely fine with Chip, I'm sure. On and top of the not- 10.
0: we Tell him like 12, 15 so we can okay. carve out a good like 20, 25. Okay. Here.
2: Can I suggest a quick fix here Um, as far as an internal free agent for w- one of the positions that you talked about that was now open with Dalvin Cook being gone? RB1. I've been doing some sniffing around. I don't think Alexander <laughs> Madison... Is going to get as much as I thought. Like I thought that there might be a team that that would would pay him, but the position is so. I mean, it's there's a such a agents. glut of players. Yeah. Um. A projection, the spot track. If, if this is correct, projection or in the ballpark for Alexander Madison's next contract is a is a one year two point two million dollar deal, yeah. which would rank thirtieth among backs. Which, by the way, I would do for him.
0: So you you have Madison and Ty Chandler, basically. Yes. Is you, right? There's other things you could do and externally, too. Well, so whether it's Madison, but there's also, dude, there's so many guys out there that Samaji Perrine is yes. is 27 years old. Um, I'm just looking through here. There's, let me go uh, based on receiving yards from last year, because I'm interested in, in a third down guy, too. Samaji Perrine, Devin Singletary, Devin um, Singletary. Kareem Hunt is a free agent. Jeff yeah. Wilson is yeah. a free agent.
2: Yeah, that's a position. My point is I I thought that Madison would just cost more. But yes, it is. This is a very in my opinion simple position to find an inexpensive replacement at.
0: So whether it's like Madison or one of the guys I just mentioned, you're going to get a guy like that for a couple million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of the Okay. Yes. Um, before we dive further into the internal, external free agents here, a shout out to our friends at Livia, helping Purple Daily listeners lose weight the last
2: 18 months. A lot of uh, satisfied customers. That's right, Phil. And t- today's show, it's all about speculation. It's reckless, right? Like, what are the Vikings going to do? Do you keep this player? How does that p- player work? I am personally trying to jettison a bunch of players. But you know one thing I'm sure about? I'm sure about the fact that Livia Weight Control Centers works because the most important thing I said there is Livia Weight Control Centers. It's not a diet, it's not a quick fix. It's a plan that's going to help you lose weight. I lost 40 pounds now almost two years ago, but here's the best part they're going to, with, it, with th- their help, they're going to help you get on a course to keep that weight off. And that's the most important thing. So it's weight control. Their dietitians do an outstanding job. Join today. And I'm going to tell you right now, do you get a deal? Eight weeks free. You talk about a good free agent deal. You're a free agent trying to lose weight. Imagine eight weeks for free. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Livia, Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. That is your free agent ticket to a new you in weight loss.
0: And a shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. If you are a business owner out there and you are looking for just a better guiding hand from your insurance company... Federated has over a hundred years of experience in doing just that. Check them out. You can find a list of industries that Federated specializes in. You can find all sorts of tools and resources and read about the history of this great company. Uh, Again, they're sort of one of us based in Owatonna, Minnesota. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business, to protect yours.
2: Get ready for one incredible night of rock with Static X.
1: Dust.
0: machine killer north american tour saturday may 18th myth live with special guests dope and lines of loyalty tickets on sale now at mythlive.com or etix.com don't miss static x and seven dust okay internal free agents so again we don't have to get super specific with contracts here just know that we have room for like between three and five solid starters Yep. unless you start to get into like the ten fifteen twenty million dollar a year average annual value guys the vikings probably aren't shopping in that bin when it comes to free agency but let's start with um we need a starting center and so Garrett Bradbury he's projected p f f three years six and a half million dollars per year he's still fairly young um there are two other center he's the third highest ranked free agent center is it Ethan Pochich with the uh, the Browns is is the the top ranked center and then Connor McGovern, who's about two years older, he's almost thirty years old. Bradbury is yet to turn twenty eight, so <sighs> Bradbury makes me nervous because he's only had one good year and he spent right. the last month injured and it was a contract year. But I think they would probably lean toward, hey, let's keep some continuity here. He did he had a he had a good season. Yeah, he was a top ten center
2: according to PFF. If it's six, I can swallow that. Okay, like around six, I can swallow. I don't love it, but yes, it's that. That's not now. If somebody else comes along and and tries to outbid me, they're going to win. But yes, if it is what you said as the PFF projection, I can handle that one.
0: I'm not going to fight you. I think I think he's back, and it's not something that's going to cripple your franchise. But they have so many things to deal with. If they can just say, "Hey, you want to come back? We want you back. Are you good with six? Okay, you're healthy enough." Okay. Unless there's we'll a plan to draft a center too,
2: that's what I was go- going to say. Unless th- there is a plan to find a way to draft John Michael Schmitz, I think this is probably the next option.
0: Yep, and we have to go through free agency before we go through the draft because we're doing this uh, along yep. the same timeline. Yep. So uh, Bradbury's back. All right, I'm going to throw a few other names at you. You already kind of talked about one of them. Oh, Greg Joseph. We need to carve a million or two for Greg Joseph or a kicker that a replaces kicker. Yeah. him. Okay, that's fine. Just kicker. Duke Shelley, Irv Smith Jr., Patrick
2: Peterson, Alex Madison—internal guys that are free agents. Duke Shelley, I went back, and I'm guessing I can get get him back at a very, very reasonable
0: price—two, three million, couple million. If that, yeah, okay, yeah, probably a yeah. two year contract. We shouldn't, like, we shouldn't buy totally in. Like, we're we're you know we're drinking some Duke
2: Shelley Kool Aid here,
0: but the guy was well available for a reason.
2: If somebody pursues him again, I'm out but I think that he's a guy like he played well, but it was a very specific time period on a very bad defense. So like, I don't think there's going to be a ton of teams that are now like, Oh, Duke Shelley. We saw 17 great games. So yeah. I, I think that one's cut and dry. I don't okay. think that's a hard one. So he comes back, but he might be more of a depth
0: guy because I think we both have our eyes set on something bigger in free agency than, than Duke yeah. Shelley.
2: Patrick Peterson's gone. I agree. I'm not bringing him back. Especially great run. not with what I'm about to do. I'm, I'm about to play man. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yep. Uh-uh. I like your Madison
0: thing. His okay. yards per carry have been down the last couple of years, but let's just say Madison or someone like Madison, you're going to earmark like a couple million, couple million dollars like a kicker, year. Right? Yep. It's probably like three kicker. million. Someone that can play, you know, who can carry the ball 150 times. I think, Ty, I think they like Ty Chandler and he and mm-hmm. obviously had a couple good years in college. So we'll say Alex, maybe it's Alex Madison, Ty Chandler for next season. Because Madison's pretty young. He's like 25 years old, something like that.
2: Okay. Wearing is small, too, on him. Yep.
0: All right, so we have room, I would say, we have room with the Bradbury contract and Shelly. You know, we're not going to get super specific with these contracts because it, it totally depends on how you move the money around and signing right. bonuses and stuff. But let's right. say we have room for at least two or three starting caliber players in free agency here. Okay. Let's start with cornerback couple names that are interesting. You've thrown out Byron Murphy Jr. Yep. As a 25-year-old free agent, according to PFF, he's coming from the Cardinals.
2: Yeah, what's at their projection?
0: Three years, $9 million a year on a contract.
2: That's about what, what I've got from Spotrack, too. Okay. Yes.
0: He has a lot of slot experience. He hasn't quite lived up to expectations of being a former second-round pick. He's just been kind of a, like a slightly above-average cornerback. The name that really stands out to me that might make a lot of sense now that Brian Flores is here is Cameron Sutton, 28 years old, so he's a little on the old, but he definitely still has another year or two left of cornerback prime. Yep, He was in Pittsburgh the last few years. Flores saw him up close and personal in Pittsburgh last season. He plays about 20% of his snaps in the slot. He's also an outside versatile cornerback, and uh, his grades are higher and better than Byron Murphy Jr.'s. Contract about the same, three years, eight nine million dollars a year.
2: Okay, question for you: Would you invest in or attempt to invest in both those players? Because wow. Byron Murphy Jr. Wow. could play the slot. Look, wow. I I can't tell you. I will harp on this well, till the I'm day not I'm not signing in... Duke Shelley. Then I'm saying goodbye to Duke Shelley. If that's till right. the day I'm in the ground, I will harp on this. Do not overlook the nickel corner. It is so important. Yeah. And the Vikings were bad there. Shannon Sullivan was not good. And it just feels like we're still... And it's weird because passing is so important. It's such a huge part of the game. It feels like we remain stuck with some teams where they're like, oh, I can get by with that. And ever since we saw Antoine Winfield basically perfect that position, like, it is a craftsman's position. It's a a hybrid linebacker corner. So I'm just throwing it out there. Would you consider trying to solve that? And 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 now if you do that, you, you do have to find a corner still But you've got two of the most important places locked down because I'm going to tell you right now, I think with what Brian Flores is going to do, having corners who can basically hold their ground is going to become absolutely paramount to your success.
0: Okay, so what if you're what if you're five because you usually have five cornerbacks, right? That's kind of your usually what you for depth purposes. What if we didn't sign Duke Shelley? Okay, sorry, Duke. And instead, I don't know if you can make a play for. But that's the thing: is it unrealistic to suggest that you could sign both Byron Murphy Jr. and Cam Sutton for like eight, nine million dollars a year, when you also already have Cam Dantzler, Andrew Booth Jr., and a Caleb Evans, a Caleb, a Caleb Evans who you traded up for in the draft, Andrew Booth Jr., up who for you him. like, you yeah. know? So if you had two now guys who right. were like twenty five, twenty six, and then those three, he I I right. I love what you're thinking here, right. but.
2: There's I hear, other yeah. things you need. Well, and corners always seem to to get, get more than is projected. So you're probably yeah. right. Because you you'd probably get at least one team that would come in and blow you away on one of those two players. So yeah. Just say one. Okay. You're probably you're just right, for so the j- sake of being realistic.
0: So let's let's pick one here. You want I I mean Cameron Sutton has higher grades. Sure. So uh, Byron fine. Murphy Jr. is three years younger. Look, just pick one. Okay, we're gonna Pick go. That's fine. We're gonna go Sutton just because of the familiarity and the mm-hmm. and the scheme. Mm-hmm. Look at us! Oh my gosh, this is great. I'd love That's both. But competent a, starting cornerback, probably not real. And I know people are probably uh, well. What about uh, you know? There's a bunch of other guys out there toward the top of the free agent list. Like, I just want to address like Jamel Dean for instance. He's gonna get seventeen to tw- yeah. nineteen, He's twenty $20 dollars a year. I'd be shocked. The Vikings aren't swimming in that pool. There's no chance. All right. We said goodbye to Darius Smith. I do think there's a chance. So Daniil Hunter's back. I do think there's a chance Patrick Jones' role could increase. There's yeah. some upside there. But you probably do need another edge outside linebacker type that can rush the passer. Because really, you were really thin in that department last year. One name that I am almost guaranteeing they sit down and have a conversation with is Kyle Van Noy who played for the Chargers last year. He's projected to only have a two-year, $3 million per year contract, so very reasonable. He is 32 years old, so he wouldn't be like a long-term fix. He'd just be like a one-year plug-and-play guy as you draft you know, his replacement. Right. He won two Super Bowls in New England with Brian Flores, then followed Flores to Miami in 2020. He can play both edge rusher and off-ball linebacker. He can do anything in this scheme. More of a run stopper than an electric pass rusher at this point, but he's still playing at a pretty high level, being 32 years oh. old, and
2: he's cheap. Have to stop the run too, mm-hmm. which, which by the way, they didn't do well in 2022. Uh yeah, yeah. If uh, assuming that there is enough gas left in the tank for Flores' liking, yeah, give him to the okay. Vikings cheap.
0: The other guy I was thinking of is uh, Andrew Van Ginkle, uh, fifth round pick out of Wisconsin, 27 years old. He's from Iowa family in the Midwest, uh, played three years under Flores in Miami. That could be another one, run-stopper. Yeah, kind might of get guy. paid
2: a little bit more, though, because of age. Agreed. I, yep. I like the older Flores familiarity guy who, who might just take a short-term contract and say, at least it's a system I've played in a lot before and know yeah. really well.
0: So this is kind of rough math, but like Bradbury at 6.5, and, and again, some of this depends on where you're going to put this money you know, in the future, signing bonuses, but... If we go like nine for Cam Sutton, six and a half, that gets us to 15. Kyle Van Noy, three. We're up to like 18. Running back brings us over 20. We still have room for a fairly big splash here, like a 10 to $15 million splash. We, well, more prim, Well, somewhere in that ballpark. Could I talk you into a 26-year-old run-stopping stud linebacker named David Long who played in this system under Mike Vrabel in Tennessee? Three four Bill Bella check system, eighth best overall linebacker in the NFL, five eleven two twenty five, a fast three four linebacker. Inside Projected linebacker? Inside linebacker. We don't know if Brian Osamoa is good. And they don't have like he we're literally right. sitting here saying right. goodbye, Hicks, goodbye, Kendricks. We don't know if Brian Osamoa is good What's and the draft contract? hasn't happened yet. It would be fourteen million dollars a year no but who's your who are your linebackers can't talk we just cut it. both linebackers
2: i'll develop linebackers i'm spending that who? on different positions i'm spending that money on different positions i can't do it i can't do it for a three four inside linebacker now if you said edge guy i could do it if you said he could rush the passer i could do it i don't think i can do it for an in, inside guy i just need you to be competent in there and, and not slow as a old man which unfortunately Kendrick's and Hicks both were my age basically last year. Well, we could oh, look at boy. some of the we could look at some I of the expensive
0: the expensive edge guys. I mean, there
2: are guys Yeah, give me a 3-4 edge guy that can cut, you know, that can play opposite hunter and I, and I I can pull the trigger on that. But I mean, that might be too low for that position. I don't know, man. Inside linebacker 3-4. I just need you to be halfway decent.
0: Some of these guys like San Francisco the San Francisco guy, uh is it Amenhotep that's a that's a 4-3 defense, right? Yeah, You know, I mean, Jacksonville runs a 3-4, and Arden Key, Arden Key is a free agent. He was the 31st-ranked edge uh, rusher. This would be like a two-year, sort of $10 million per year contract. You could bring him and Kyle Van Van, Norby, yeah. Van Noy becomes yeah. like a depth guy, and then Arden Key comes in. You could do it that way.
2: I literally think I can, if, if Brian Flores is as good as, as we think, and conversely, probably more importantly, Ed Donatel was as bad as we saw. I think that you can coach up and have success inside linebackers. I mean, they literally put two guys who are about fifty out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was yeah, just getting younger like, and faster. Like them be.
2: whiffing was not a oh my God. It was uh you can't run.
0: Yeah. So our Ar- Arden Key is not I mean, he had four and a half sacks last season, you know. The edge the, the free agent edge rusher pool is kind of thin here. So I would I I would actually I, I know what you're saying and I I understand not wanting to pump money in the linebacker here, but I'd rather go get a stud run stopping 26 year old linebacker when I don't have we keep
2: talking about Asamoah like he's like he's a sure thing yep. he's not at all okay okay go inside then go defensive line is there a big time free agent or is there a really good free agent available up front if I don't bring Tomlinson back? Wow. You're Wow. I mean you're just Draymond, barking up,
0: Draymond Jones you're is barking available up the worst but he's great
2: in my opinion which is inside linebacker. Like there's just Yeah, but positional- it's but it's a,
0: but you need you know, at some point you need someone to to play. So by the way, Delvin, you said if we don't bring Dalvin Tomlinson back, he's the third highest ranked potential free agent uh interior defensive lineman. Mm. <laughs> so mm. almost anybody else that you would bring in and I should say that there's a good chance that his contract will cost more than we slotted.
2: That's true.
0: And so I don't know. Am I still on the screen by the way? My screen just went I bonkers. can hear you
2: just fine. You're um frozen. Yeah. But but you're you, you sound absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and my camera just went Don't kapot. stop now.
0: So I guess we're kind of at an impasse. We don't know what to do with like the ten million dollar chunk of money that's uh See, this is, is what's just sitting real. Here.
2: Things get things just got real.
0: Yeah. I'm going to do this audio only for the rest of uh, of the show here It's for a you pretty guys.
2: good screen grab. Yeah, so you are
0: vetoing my David Long idea. Same system, dominant run stopper, 5'11". All right, let's stopper, let AJ break the tie, okay?
2: Let, let's let, <clears throat> it's not fair. He's on the show. Break the tie. I won't be mad. I'll be mildly pissed off at you, but break the tie.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go David Long. Okay. You're going David Long? I'm going David okay. Long. Uh, okay. I, I, I know he's a linebacker. I, he to I know. Okay. Nope. So you're okay, okay with the game. linebacker. okay yeah, yeah, I, I, I the way that you you kind of structured it and like your vision with it, I, I think it works out like as as much, as much as you're going to commit to that inside linebacker position, but it's a good screen grab. just leave the screen grab yeah, you yeah, Just good. leave
2: it just leave it <laughs> It's not like super stupid. You're, your eyes are down, so it's not like weird. <laughs> You're glancing down at like a notepad. That's the Twitter amazing. trolls
1: are going to have a field day with that screenshot though.
0: All right, we're we're going to fly through a mock draft simulation here because right. we've basically just... So here's what we've done. We've signed in free agency, we've signed Garrett Bradbury back, we signed Duke Shelley back, we signed Alex Madison back, external free agents Cameron Sutton, Kyle Van Noy, and David Long and Dalvin Tomlinson. All welcome to the Minnesota Vikings. Now we're entering the draft where we still need a number two wide receiver. We probably still need a future edge rusher, like a young edge rusher. Okay. Um Maybe a young linebacker, quarterback of the future, absolutely we need, right? Okay. So here's what I have done here on behalf of us. And we can just, let's go full screen. I'll go uh, for the YouTube audience here. All right. Okay. I have already plugged in the fourth round pick trades that we made for Dalvin Cook and Sedarius Smith. So this is a four-round mock. We'll go lightning fast here. We'll go kind of slow early in the first round, and we'll do this all within about five minutes. You can get to chip here, Judd. Okay. But we're going to start the draft. I think we should be, because remember, what we did was we restructured Kirk. So this will be the last year of Kirk. Uh I think we should be on the hunt for a first-round quarterback. We have plenty of depth. We've got third, four-fourths, a couple of fifths. We can draft players later. Okay, let's see what We can fill positions. Let's just see how this plays out and see if any quarterbacks start to fall, okay? All right, Jalen Carter to the Bears. Bryce Young to the... Texans Mm -hmm. ooh, cornerback off the board Christian Gonzalez to the Cardinals Mm -hmm. Tyree will okay interesting okay we have we have chaos here wow Will Anderson jr. to the Seahawks Mm -hmm. only one quarterback in the first five picks so far this is actually shaping up really well for us to move up Detroit's got to grab one
1: what What
2: is happening Well, Detroit has to grab a quarterback here My God!
0: They they grab Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU. Will Levis, second quarterback off the board to the Raiders. Okay. Falcons take Anthony Richardson. I'm going to pause this. C.J. Stroud is still on the board right now.
2: Okay.
0: Should we facilitate a trade? They might not even do it here. If the Panthers are planning on taking him, then they might not even do this with us. But should we just see, take a shot in the dark? Can we trade up for C.J. Stroud, or do you guys want to veto that uh, ambitious decision?
1: Mm. I think if it if it out or shook out like it did just now, I think there's no way they're trading this pick. They, I, I think they're looking at that with you know blinders yeah, like a horse, they're like, salivating. Yeah. Well,
0: let's offer and Foaming see here moment. just for fun because they'll reject it if uh, the according to the PFF simulator, if they want this pick, they'll make it. They'll reject the trade, but what will we have to trade? So we're swapping 14. They they move 14 back. We give them a future first round pick. It says that this would be accepted. If we gave them a future first-round pick, we could move up 14 spots for C.J. Stroud.
1: Okay. Yeah. Send it.
0: Let's offer the trade and see what happens. If they say no, we'll just... Yeah, they said no. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we'll resume resume the draft here. My guess is they'll take C.J. Stroud. Ooh, they didn't. They didn't. They took Devin Witherspoon, the okay, second cornerback, this- off the board.
2: What... What the hell is going on with this? Well, this draft? is this is, but this, this is um, what happens. This is yeah, what happens in real quarter, drafts, right? Uh, no, because there's a trade by by now where somebody just gave up a boatload to get CJ Stroud. Okay.
0: Well, should we try to trade with the Eagles now? And see what yeah. happens. Just I think so. We're just yeah, you know, we're just reacting as the I mean, let's well, yeah. uh, same thing. Future first round pick to move up. All right. Offer the trade. The Eagles say yes. Yeah, We are on the clock, gentlemen. And and that's a slam dunk. C.J. Stroud is a Minnesota Viking with the 10th pick. I'm going to go extremely fast through so we can get to the 87th pick. All right, so if the Vikings did this, if they traded up 13 spots to land C.J. Stroud and gave up a future first-round pick, or insert quarterback, like one of the top four
2: quarterbacks that they like, Mm -hmm. how would you feel about that? Um... I feel like that that was a lot more ballsy than I expected Quazy to be. I also think <laughs> that there that there would be quickly a call made to San Francisco at that point. Yeah, because uh, I don't think Kirk would be happy, and I think that you'd have a. Uh, I mean, it sounds like Purdy is out now for they they were going to do the surgery and they couldn't do it because he still has swelling. So unless they're sold on Trey Lance, you know, I think that at, if you did that, I think that might force the hand of a Kirk trade. And I think Kirk would yeah. approve a trade to San Francisco. With that. an extension, of course. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. You guys can still hear me okay?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. I can hear you fine. Okay. You fine.
0: All right. So we're we're on the clock again here at 87. Okay. Um. There's There's a lot of, this is interesting, and we're not going to be able to break all these players down, but Drew Sanders, that linebacker from Arkansas that people love. Yep. yep. If you wanted that linebacker of the future, and again, Asamoah, we don't know if he's good, so I think we should be careful,
2: right? But you're in round three, which is where Asamoah was taken, so I, I wouldn't assume. I, I mean, Drew Sanders would fall into the same sort of camp as Asamoah did, right? Yeah. Um, I would say you have to take a receiver here. Wow. So let's top see receiver. Who
0: the, okay. Let's. Uh... It, might be G, it might be Reed. And we have a bunch of picks coming uh, coming later here, but receivers. So js yeah, so J- Jaden Reed from Michigan State. You'd have a couple of Michigan State receivers on your team. Yep. Here, should we do yeah, it? I think you, yeah, I, think I got, got a receiver. All right, we're taking Jaden Reed from Michigan State, and now we're gonna have uh, the one nineteen, the one twenty one, the one twenty seven, and the one thirty here. So we're on the clock again. Um, you know, Thor. I think Thor talked about this. Is uh, it pronounced a? Uh, Viliami uh, Fajoko from San Jose State, he's intrigued by. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some edge rushers here, Clemson. Let's just fly through this. We'll take an edge rusher from San Jose State. Okay. Veto any of these out loud if you yeah, guys are... no, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're back on the clock here. There's some running backs of the future. Uh, this uh, Andre Ishevis, the the speedster from Princeton that Thor loves... Kai Blue Kelly is a cornerback from Stanford that pops up on a regular basis, and we need a quarterback at some point. We're saying goodbye to Kirk. Aiden O'Connell is sitting here. Let's look at which quarterback. Yeah, I'm board. signing.
2: If if Kirk is gone, I'm going to. If I'm saying goodbye to Kirk, I'm going to sign a veteran. I I would not draft another. Another. You would dra- one.
0: you would draft one next year, is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Or we or we could take a flyer on this Jake Hayner again. That Thor thinks would be a perfect fit in the system. What
2: positions do we still need help at? in-depth at. Interior defensive
0: line? Interior defensive line. You could maybe say running back, because... Yeah, that's true, too. Yep. There's a lot of running backs here. This Rashawn Johnson, Sean Tucker. It's
2: round four, so... Let's go interior. Let's do Zach Pickens,
0: interior defensive lineman from South Carolina here. All right. And then two further picks. Let's go halfback. Let's take the uh, Syracuse kid here. And then just want to make sure we're not leaving out any positions here. Edge rusher, young linebacker, quarterback of the future. Um, We're not going to hit all these. So we'll just see. uh, Aiden O'Connell. We're going to take a flyer on Aiden Mm O'Connell. Making an executive decision. All right. So there it is. Uh, That is our exercise. They're giving us an... An a on the so oh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot that we drafted CJ Stroud so we get, C. C- Stroud, yeah. <laughs> we get a C yeah C plus on the Aiden O'Connell
2: and I'm giving them an F on on, on their on their their first part of the mock CJ Stroud getting down to 10 would be an act of god yeah but I mean, it's great.
0: So all right so uh, my brain malfunctioned there cuz I can't see anything on the screen right now but CJ Stroud Jaden Reed um edge rusher from San Jose State interior defensive line halfback we botched that Aiden O'Connell pick because I'm an idiot And with that, this is what the starters on defense would look like. Dalvin Tomlinson, Harrison Phillips, your other defensive line spot there in the 3-4 base would be like a rotation of Tonga, Wanham, sometimes Daniil Hunter, Kyle Van Noy, your cornerbacks would be Cam Sutton, and then some combination of Dantzler, Booth, Caleb Evans, and Duke Shelley. And your starting safeties would be Harrison Smith and Lewis Seen. Uh and your other linebacker next to Osamo would, would be David Long, the big free agent signing that we made. Okay.
2: That was a heck of an exercise. <laughs> your <good>. starting <laughs>
0: offense would be Christian Derisaw, Ezra Cleveland, Garrett Bradbury, Ed Ingram, Brian O'Neill, Kirk Cousins, hmm? Justin Jefferson, K J Osborne, one of the Michigan State wide receivers that you've drafted the last couple of years, TJ Hawkinson, Alex Madison. Awesome. That's what you'd have. So Woof. final thoughts from you guys
2: oh um well once we signed uh uh long i i just t- took a job with detroit so i'll see you guys <laughs> you do need good linebackers in the I'll nfl see you guys down you do the realize road. that <laughs> i do i want outside linebackers for a th- for a uh, three four I want guys that can rush from the edge. I just don't want guys who are slow as molasses inside. And I can replace those guys.
0: Well, David Long is. <laughs> but I took a job with
2: the Lions. I'm I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> well, this exercise has, has caused Judd to quit the organization. I'm going, to Dan, I'm,
2: I'm going with Dan Campbell, my good friend. <laughs> All right, That's
0: amazing. All right, happens. let us know what you think in the YouTube comment section, <laughs> uh, and we can maybe we do this again in a couple weeks just for fun and see where we where we land on some of this stuff, but. That's a wrap on Purple Daily, daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. See you guys.